Greetings and welcome to Wise Cracks and Gold Sack Flats. My name is T. Galaxy. Wise Cracks. Wise Cracks. This debut episode is supported by Sweet Potato Kitchen and Takeout in Javi, Hawaii, on the Big Island. 100% organic, 100% gluten free. Eat and live aloha, Sweet Potato Kitchen. This episode is also supported by the 7th Annual Duluth Dillon Days Festival taking place May 21st through May 28th, 2017. And Wisecracks and Roadside Flats is always supported by considerate correspondents. Check out tgalexi.com, hobonephews.com for books, music, vinyl, and more. We got to work on this theme song a little bit, man. I only had like 45 minutes to put it together. All right, thank you for your support. Peace and love to everyone. The Million Dollar Magic Tape. I had assured family and friends in Philadelphia I would stop for a night's rest at some point. But in my mind, I was prepared to drive the 1,200 miles back to my new home in Holyoke, Minnesota in one smooth stroke. My last stop in Philly was AKA Music on 2nd Street, where I bought the Basement Tapes double CD by Bob Dylan and the band. Something to occupy my mind for the long trek. I had never heard the mysterious Basement Tapes but read how Dylan and the band wrote and recorded these songs during a bucolic escape from the bustle of the big city. I listened to disc one rolling through the majestic Pocono Mountains, and disc two as I made good time on Highway 80 through northern Pennsylvania. I had been looking forward to the brilliant autumn leaves on one of my favorite stretches of American Highway. The music, however, was bewildering. Are these guys in tune? Are they drunk? Was this recorded on a boombox cassette deck? Are they mocking the listener? The cover photo with Dylan and the band dressed in circus costumes certainly made it seem like a gag. I cracked the window and killed the radio. Killed the radio. When the sun went down over Toledo, I was ready to hear the basement tapes again. Disc one, disc two, disc one, disc two. I kept the headlights pointed northwest, sipped gas station coffee, and began to detect subtle genius in the quirky commentary and lo-fi sounds as interstates eventually turned to highways, highways to county roads, and I made the final early morning push through the Namaji forest into the deep woods of Holyoke. Twelve years after that drive from Philadelphia, I'm rehearsing as part of a local all-star presentation of the basement tapes. Mark, Sarah, Lee, Vaco, and I meet after hours at Carpelli's Manuscript Museum a well-preserved architectural wonder on Duluth's lower hillside. We tune our instruments as the late-day sun illuminates the tall stained-glass windows, 
Soon our joyful noise is warmly bouncing off the 50 feet high ceilings and hardwood floors. Mark interjects dry humor into Quinn the Eskimo. And Sarah's falsetto reveals a chilling beauty in tears of rage. trade verses and chime in with harmony and call and response and hollers of encouragement. It seems a great spirit is in the old rotunda tonight. Bryce, the recording engineer, had arrived at Carpelli's an hour early to set up microphones and record our only rehearsal before the following night's show at Tycoon's Ale House. The debut of our collective tribute had created a buzz as one of the highlights of the Duluth Dillon Days Festival. We have only tonight's rehearsal to work out two sets of basement tapes material for a packed house of Dillon fans and fanatics. Teague, can you just step a little closer to the mics? Between songs, Bryce steps out from his makeshift control room on the other side of the Negro Baseball League's exhibit to politely ask me to cooperate with the recording. I'm really liking the way it sounds, he says, but I need to hear more of you. Okay, I say. But within minutes, I turn towards the band again and away from the microphones. The music sounds good, but we need to tighten up some things. I'm concentrating on the changes, arrangements, harmonies, and lyrics to songs I didn't write. Singing towards the microphones is the least of my concerns. Sounds really good, guys, says Bryce. Teague, just if you could, you know, just take a good step toward the mics. We'll really have it, I think. Oh, right, I say. Should we try a million dollar bash, suggests Vaco. <laughs> I count in. Vaco lays down the groove on his big upright bass. The rest of the band falls in with purpose. I lazily lay the vocals over top and in between, accentuating the mock enthusiasm of Dylan's lyrics. And Sarah joins in perfect harmony. You can feel the band's confidence grow. Groove gets a bit deeper during the second verse with Sarah and Mark chiming in. Mark's banjo and Lee's guitar expertly play off one another. On the chorus, all five voices ring off the museum. 
points the neck of his guitar towards the ceiling and leans into every note of the solo with a heavy dose of Tex-Mex Duluth psychedelic boogie till it feels good Americana. Whoa, I'm thinking. This is sounding like a magic take. We should be recording. Oh, right. We are recording. Am I facing the mics? Thank you for listening and subscribing to Wise Cracks and Roadside Flats. Thank you to Sweet Potato Kitchen on the Big Island, Eat and Live Aloha. Check out the Duluth Basement Tapes Band as part of Duluth Dylan Days Festival at the Rex Bar in Duluth on Wednesday, May 24th, and also at Pioneer Place Theater in St. Cloud on Thursday, May 25th. Get a free download of Million Dollar Bash when you pre-order my new album, Circuit Sessions, at teaguealexi.com, hobonephews.com. Playing in the background right now is the instrumental to the first single off of Circuit Sessions, Boardwalk Anthem. Boardwalk Anthem is a song about my hometown of Summers Point, New Jersey, and uh, Boardwalk Anthem is also the subject of the next episode of Wise Cracks and Roadside Flats. Hope to see you then. Farewell.